Hey, this is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I'm your host, Adam Brewer. And this is the Big Game Pre-Game Wisconsin Edition. Uh, before we get into that, let's go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way. Guys, uh, go to the YouTube channel, Michigan Maniac Podcast. I have the clips version of the Army game up, first half only right now. I'll be downloading the second half tonight. Like I said, I had to put the podcast on the back burner for a week while I went and enjoyed seeing my son for a couple days and also watching him graduate from Navy boot camp as he goes on to a special forces uh, training in the EOD. So that's the next step up for our young man here, Mr. Hunter Brewer. So I uh, enjoyed that great time. But the Clips Army is up right now. Uh, first half, second half will be up later on tonight. Uh, also, go to the fan page on Facebook and also on Instagram. I put who I think the player of the games are, who, uh, when the episodes drop, any interesting memes, uh, conversation ideas, whatever it is, I put it there so we can all enjoy on both uh, applications. Now, let's get into the game here. Um, so, something came across to me earlier today, and... I want to address it right now because I believe it's fake news. I'm keeping my fingers crossed because I really hope it's fake news because I don't think we can handle this if it isn't. But um, thanks, Brad, for giving this to me. But it's uh, Rivals, a uh, publication there, uh, covers all colleges. So the Ohio State reporter for Rivals tweets this out. Now, this I would assume is fake news because I've checked the injury list. And I can't find this person's name on it. And this also goes to the level of obsession that Ohio State and Michigan State have when it comes to us. Maybe we're just as obsessed. I don't know, man. I watch the games, but I don't really delve into much when it comes to Ohio State. I don't care. I just want to beat them. I don't, I don't want, I don't like them. I don't want to know anything really about them. Maybe that's my problem, but I just, I, I don't like them. I hate them. I don't want to hear about how good they're doing. Or I definitely don't want to hear the pro side of what's going on with Ohio State or Michigan State. Well, there's nothing good ever going on with Michigan State. So I might actually just start listening to a bunch of Michigan State podcasts because it's got to be fucking hilarious to listen to these people try and uh, sprinkle sugar on shit and make it candy. It's got to be amazing to listen to. But anyways... Let's get back to what I was trying to say. This guy, Kyle Lamb, the Ohio State reporter for Rivals, put out today, I believe, or even yesterday, that Zach Charbonnet went in to have his knee scoped because of undue uh, or unfinished business that uh, he had or that they had put off before the season. I don't, one, I don't understand why. I'm obviously paraphrasing in that, but it's to obviously get uh, scope done again on a knee that should have already been done in the off season. Why should there be more damage done? If, or, I don't know. It never made sense to me. But we can't afford that. So I want to hope and pray that Charbonnet isn't out for two or three weeks like this Kyle Lamb is saying he will be. I checked. I did a quick check of the injury list. I did not see Charbonnet's name on there. Uh, but then again, I was running some errands. I may check it with a fine-tooth comb again. It can't be that hard to find his name. So I'm going to put that down as fake news right now. 
I don't know if that's true. I could come back to bite us in the ass because if it does, that is definitely parts of my keys of the game. I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, Shay Patterson was available at media, uh, you know, whatever, press junket, blah, whatever. And he's getting pretty good at this coach speak stuff. Not really telling you anything. Uh, trying to seem overly confident. I can see why he wasn't picked a captain, to be quite honest. Um, I'm sure he's fiery. We saw him be fiery last year on the on the field, and I, I believe he's more of a field general than he is off the field leader. You know, um, I don't. I still don't think he's capable of doing this. I know they say he's a hundred percent. He says he's a hundred percent. Well, this is the game. This is the line drawn in the sand. If Shea Patterson doesn't make this game, I don't know what to say. But he says, "Okay, uh, we're clicking. We're going to prove." We can't wait to prove what our offense is meant to be. This is it. We got three days before we show all of you. You know, I'm paraphrasing once again because I'm even more lively to that guy. It sounds like he's always on Prozac when he's in front of the cameras. Um, he's not winning any personality contests. But um, this is it for him, right? I mean, because the only reason why Speed and Space really isn't working is him. Plain and simple, I said this earlier. I'm not going to go over it again. Uh, I really do believe our offense is poised to really um, kick the shit out of Wisconsin this week. I'm actually very happy we're playing Wisconsin. I'm, I'm nervous. Don't get me wrong. I'm nervous as hell that we're going to go out there and shit the bed. But if anything tells you, when we suck, we're still as good or maybe could be better than Wisconsin because in 2017 we did lose 24-10 but we were winning that game at halftime uh, Brandon Peters did get knocked out of the game because of how shitty our offensive line played uh, and then we had to put fucking John O'Corn back in there we could never win with John O'Corn but because our defense is so good and it's always been good since uh, Brown has been here I, I don't see why we can't stop Wisconsin I, I just I don't see it. I see it as this is a real bonus for us getting a tough Big Ten team going to the going to Camp Randall, having to nut up and act like grown men out on a field and do something. I think this is a great test for us. I, I really do. Win, lose, or draw on this one, we're going to see what Michigan's all about. Army I'm done talking about Army, but they're they're crazy how they do everything. And because Shea was injured, whatever, or head up his ass, whatever you want to call it, uh, didn't give a true test of who we are. I think this is the one. This is the game where we're really going to see how good that defensive line is. Uh, we might get one four back. Uh, it still says questionable on the injury report. Uh we need to get Hinton in there, Mozzie Smith in there, get some meat up in there. I mean, Wisconsin's throwing a first-year starting offensive line at us. We should be able to take advantage of that, hopefully. Uh, but, I mean, it's still we're still green. You know, we got Pay, We've got Aiden Hutchinson. They're both really starting for the first time. Uh, same with Carlo Kemp. Mike Dana, maybe the uh, – he's even starting with a new team. But, I mean, he's – He's used to starting all four years, but still, he's new to the system. So we, 
as as a unit, this is going to be interesting to see how two new units fight against each other to see who can get that dominance, right? And I don't care what people tell you, the game is won uh, with the quarterback or the specialty players. Every game that has ever been played in high school football, college football, pro football has always been won between the tackles. Whatever line wins, wins the game. Because your specialty players cannot be special if they have no time to be special. I mean, perfect example, the New England Patriots, when they were undefeated, should have never lost anybody. But because the New York Giants' defensive line was vastly superior to the New England offensive line, that created the one loss that could have, that could create history, right? It's always one between the tackles. I mean, that's why you spend so much time putting together a great offensive line. That's why we went out and got Warner. That's why we did all these things so we can start winning the games and close games and big games and all that. So our so our specialty players can be special. Now that I've gone over that a shit ton of times, uh, so we'll see. This is it for Patterson. Show up or go home. Uh, I'm hoping and I'm praying that he he makes me look like an ass. I hope he goes out there and he puts up. Uh, 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, uh, no fumbles, please, please fumbles, don't, don't put it on the carpet at all, this game, and especially the first, if you, I swear to God, if Shea Patterson fumbles on the first drive again this, on this game, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, my head may explode, but I'm not going to throw that out there to the universe, Shea Patterson's going to do great this game, so I can uh, eat crow because I really want to. Uh is going to be healthy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's go on to the next thing. So, Wisconsin, how good are they, right? And you've heard all week, South Florida sucks. Central Michigan sucks. They were 1-11. They're fucking crappy this year. Yeah, they, they are. And I can give you the stats of, like, uh, Central Michigan's offense was 129th. And their defense was 70th. I mean, does it matter? No. Doesn't really matter. Because you don't know how good Wisconsin is. We know they're solid. And they're always on there. And we know Cohen hasn't really seen a, a passing defensive backfield like we have. Their offensive line hasn't faced the pressure our defensive ends and our tackles are going to put on them. Um. What also strikes me about this is I was looking at their main guys like uh, Jonathan Taylor and Jack Cohn, their two, their two game stats, right? And something jumps out at me. Is, so Cohen is 45 out of 54, I believe, or 59. 45 out of 59 with 564 yards passing and five touchdowns. That's in two games. That's pretty impressive. But that's really only about... 250 yards passing a game or you know whatever 262 whatever right that's not super impressive um also taylor only has 235 yards rushing and five touchdowns five touchdowns phenomenal he's averaging over 100 yards per game which is all very good and then they have this wide receiver cephas 
or Cephas or whatever you want to call him. Nine catches for 169 and two touchdowns. Now, that screams great field position for Wisconsin. Them always having to work on a short, short field. That's what that says to me. That doesn't say uh, they, they have long, sustained, good drives. That means their defense is usually having... Uh, stopping the other team because they have awful offenses that they've been playing against, getting good field position, winning the field position battle, and having short field to really just dominate a team in. So with that being said, is how do we know what they deal with when pressure comes? I mean, to be honest, uh, Tua didn't he have like 440 yards passing in one game. Cohen's had 564 and two. And they've put a hundred and some odd points on the board. So they're not, they're not, they've not been under pressure at all. They've not, they haven't even had to go long drives. And you know what Michigan does well? We make you have to go long drives. We're going to win the punting. We're going to win the special teams battle when it comes to punting and kickoff. Uh, field goal, if we put in only Moody, if we put in uh, Mr. Curveball over there, wild thing, uh, Quinn Nordine, who knows? And then I, hopefully, hopefully we have DPJ and he doesn't have any rust to knock off and he doesn't muff any punts. But for the most part, that's where that's where we're going to win and really get us uh, the advantage. I believe is in the special teams game because you've got two uh, young defensive and offensive lines going at each other. Uh, we're going to win that passing. We're going to win. Cohen is not going to have a good game, I don't think. With Lavert Hill, then you've got Amory Thomas and Vincent Gray, along with Metellus and Brad Hawkins. They're speed. They're fast. I mean, they're smart. They uh, they know football. And Wisconsin doesn't have wide receivers that are top notch. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. But they're not, they're not the quality of an Ohio State. So I don't think our, our cornerbacks are going to be pushed. We're going to shut them down. We're going to make them one-dimensional. And that one dimension is Jonathan Taylor. And he's phenomenal. I mean, he's a Heisman hopeful. I think he'll finish maybe third in the Heisman voting. But he's still in the Heisman conversation. Uh, you know, you're not going to beat Tua or Jalen Hurts. Those two are the odds on favor to win it. But... Uh, but if we can make Wisconsin one-dimensional, and even if that one dimension is Jonathan Taylor, let them get, let them get 150 yards rushing, fine. But if they can't pass the ball and we can slow them down, we're going to win this game. We're going to do it because sooner or later he's not going to get all the yards. We'll stop that sooner or later because I think he got over 100 yards against us last year. And we still whip their ass. We just need to make them one-dimensional. We need to make Cohen screw up, throw a few Aaron bad passes because Amory Thomas is super smart when it comes to cutting off the pass. He knows how to play up close. Vincent Gray is super aggressive. He's physical. We and then let's not let's not forget about Levert Hill. I mean the kid's talented. And then just and then Metellus is only being mentioned every week by Pro Football Focus or whatever. So we've got talent to to really make Cohen work. He's going to screw up, and now we need to capitalize on that. So if we can 
make them one-dimensional. I'd much rather make them one-dimensional than that we stop the run and make Cohen beat us. That would be fucking great. That would be the Belichick way. I would love that. I just don't think that's possible. I do think, though, that Jonathan Taylor's going to get probably about 150 yards rushing, and Cohen's going to throw about two interceptions, and those are going to be costly. And I really do. I think our offense is going to to do it. They're going to they're going to pull it off. I mean, before we get into the uh keys of the game because that's where we're headed to next. Um I'm going to go ahead and uh I want to pause for a for a commercial break. It's only one, but hey, you know, we all have to start somewhere, right? So yeah, I'll get right back to you guys with the keys of the game. All right, so back to the keys of the game, right? Um, We got Shea Patterson, number one, key of the game. If we're going to win this, he's got to be better, obviously. No fumbles, right? And no, uh, he's got to run. He's got to make all the reads. He's got to make all the passes. He's 100% healthy, so every pass should be available right now, except for that long one because he can't throw the long ball to save his life. It's always short, but... We'll deal with that when we have to. Right now, the short 5- to 15-yard pass, he can do well. I've always said that. Uh, If he doesn't fumble the ball. Now, that scares me because if Charbonnet is truly out, then we have uh, Christian Turner. I don't block nobody, Christian Turner. And Van Sumeren, who would rather look at his shoes than block somebody. Uh, So we have those two guys. And True Wilson's still out. I think he's not coming back this week. So we really are in deep shit if if the pressure, if they if Wisconsin starts blitzing and Charbonnet happens to be out. Because if we're missing both two of our best backs at, at blocking and all we have is uh you know Turner and Turner and Hooch over there with Van Sumeren. I, I don't know what we're going to do with that. That could be a big concern. That We need to figure that out. So, But if Charbonnet is healthy, then we'll, I think we'll be okay. Uh, so Shea better pull the ball and run. He better run for his fucking life because that's all he has in this game. So Shea needs to be better. Boom. I'm hoping and I'm praying he will be. Uh, blocking. We need our running backs to step up just like I just got done saying. They need to step up. Boom. Got to get that. That's another key of the game. If those two things happen, then I know our specialty players, our wide receivers, can get open. And we need to let them be them. Shea, put the ball where only fucking Collins can go get it and let him go get it. Not 19 feet ahead of him or 19 feet off the side of him or above him or bouncing out his shoes where he can get it and use his body and his athleticism to to beat the defensive player. And he'll do it. I have every faith that Nico Collins is primed and ready to be a star. Tariq Black, if he can get over himself and start catching the ball like he should and like we all know he can, then we're really going to make some room. The speed and spaces should take off this week. This is the week we should see speed, speed and space actually be a thing, right? This is it. But it also can be the week that we find out that Harbaugh still has his big fat nose 
in the offense. Because if we start to struggle and we start jamming it up our center's butt again with Charbonnet or Christian Turner or whoever the poor bastard is that's got to run the ball two to three yards for 33 attempts to hopefully get 100 yards, then we know Harbaugh still has his head up his butt and still affecting the offense. And then maybe Gaddis is either too scared to say something or is so frustrated with Harbaugh that he doesn't say shit anymore and he's just letting Harbaugh call the shots. One, It's one or the other. We're going to find that out this week because I'm tired of hearing that this offense takes time. We see other teams in, just put in similar offenses, and they are crushing it. We're Michigan. We're not Ohio State, Michigan State, where we're uh, a nickel and a D-grade point average can get you into their school and be a valedictorian. This is Michigan, right? We have great law school, great business schools. We are a great university. You have to be smart to be here. So, you should be able to learn a new offense. <laughs> it shouldn't take us four weeks to do it. So, speed and space happening this week. Calling it right now. We're going to look good. This That means Shea Patterson is going to be doing something. Um, if not, hopefully Shea Patterson gets knocked the fuck out of the game. You know, maybe a concussion, nothing bad. He has to sit down. We'll put Dylan McCaffrey in. Who knows how to run the ball? And that's where speed and space, from what Gaddis has said, Gaddis based his whole offense off of the RPO. And you know what that means? That means the quarterback has to make reads. Not this, I don't look left bullshit that Shea Patterson's been doing. I know he's hurt, blah, whatever. But Dylan McCaffrey can run the fucking ball. So whatever, we're going to find out this today. I just, I wish it could be more than just Shea Patterson. I'm getting tired of talking about it, but it really is. He is the fucking fart in the elevator. So until we figure this out, I don't know what's going to happen. But I do believe that if he gets his shit together, speed and space is going to happen. We're too talented offensively for us to be, to be so crappy. And we are. We're too good offensively. And we get John running back, hopefully, to really solidify that offensive line. And then that way, you can start you know, rotating in. Jalen Mayfield with Ryan Hayes and continue to keep those boys working at a good level and getting them more and more game ready, more game strength, all that kind of stuff without really having all the pressure. So that, another game. We need to win both sides of the football. Offensive line, defensive line. Our offensive line has to start pushing people around. Right? They have three three uh, all Big Ten offensive linemen or the potential to be all Big Ten offensive linemen, three, maybe even four, we need to push people around, plain and simple. Open up the, open up the run game, make speed and space even more, even more dangerous. Um, two, uh, or three, whatever, the, whatever I'm on right now, is defensive tackle. We need to know where we're at right now. This is a big one for us for the defensive tackles. Kemp. Uh, Jeter, uh, Louis Valange, the late great Louis Valange. Who knows what where he's been? He's been missing in action. Maybe he's hurt again. Who knows? But uh, you know, Dwan four. We need to get beef in the middle, and we need to get pushing forward. Because if we're going to uh, slow down that Jonathan Taylor train, it's got to be on up the middle. Make him 
make him have to cut, make him not see the hole clearly. And the defensive ends are great by containing, but the defensive tackle, the defensive tackle is always the most important when it comes to breaking up the run, stopping the run. That's why Gilbert Brown was so big for the uh, Green Bay Packers. That's why fucking Aaron Donald's uh, the man. And then even uh, Indomitian in- in Sue is still in the NFL. Because when you have great defensive tackle play, running is almost impossible. Warren Sapp did it better than almost anybody. Defensive ends contain and put pressure on the quarterback, and the defensive tackle blows up the run. Or at least clogs up everything and allows the linebackers to get where they need to go to make the tackle. Plain and simple. We need to know where our defensive end, our defensive tackles are this week. Big game for them. If we're going to win, that's another key. Third key of the game is right there on defense, our defensive tackles. I really do believe our, our defensive backfield better than last year. Speed, overall talent, better than last year, right? 100%. So I'm not really worried about them. I think they're going to make Cone make some, make some mistakes. Um, I think Cephas or whatever that guy's name is, if he has, I'm going to say he's going to have five catches, 55 yards. So he'll get one or two decent catches, but he's not going to have a big game. We're going to shut him down. We're going to make Cone miss. We're going to, we're going to have a good game. To We're going to beat these guys. We're going to beat them. We're going to look good. Uh, I'm going to say... Whew. 35-17. 35-17 is the score. Michigan will win. It'll be close at halftime. And then just like always with Don Brown's defenses, they come out in the second half and shut you the fuck down. And that's how it's going to go. And that's when we're really going to make our our uh, our push. You know, it's going to be 35-17. Michigan will win it. Uh, like I said, I may have to change my player of the game because right now, offensively, it's Zach Charbonnet. So if... Kyle Lamb is real, and Charbonnet won't play, then I'll have to figure it out. But right now, I'm going to go Charbonnet and Uche. I think I think Josh Uche is poised for one hell of a fucking season. He proved it. He answered the call that Don Brown gave him last week and said, show me, prove to me that you're an every down player, and he did. He was phenomenal. Uh, Josh Uche is going to have a big game, big game. Don't be surprised if Jack Cohn has nightmares about Josh Uche for the rest of the fucking season because Uche is going to dominate this game. Um, and that's it. Those are, the, those are the keys because if we don't do any of these, we're going to lose, right? It's a, and I mean all of these have to come together. Shea can't fumble, right? We can't have another performance of the first four drives, fumble, touchdown, fumble, miss field goal, punt. Those can't be our first five drives. Can't that can't be it? That can't be it. That just it. If we do that again, we're going to lose. At least if we lose this week, it's not a big. It's a big deal, but it doesn't hurt us on our one goal this season. I don't care. I'm. I if if we make the playoff, that's great. I don't. That's not my goal this year. My goal is the Big Ten title. That's what I want. The Big Ten title. Because we get the Big Ten title, everything else falls into place. Plain and simple. Get that. Who cares about the playoff? Who cares about a chance at a national title? Who cares about any of it? If we don't get the Big Ten title, we don't get anything. 
And the precursor to that is beating Ohio State. And beating Ohio State, we've got to beat all the other great teams on the list. And this is one of them. We beat this team and we beat them impressively. We make a statement saying, yes, we are here. This is what we're doing. Fuck you all for doubting us. That means you too, Adam Brewer, Michigan Maniac podcast guy. And I would gladly have Shea Patterson call me out on national TV, one, for the publicity. But two, I would gladly do it just because I want to see our guys win. That's what means the most to me. And that's why I get so angry. I want to see us win. I know what it looks like when we lose. So that's it. Big Ten title this year. This is the first step to it. 35-17. That's the score. That's what's going to happen. So before I call it a day, let's do the big games and the big to this week. It's pretty much a very short week because everybody has a bye, basically. Uh, there are three games outside of Michigan-Wisconsin. That is truly the headliner of this week's games. But you got Michigan State, Northwestern. Come on. Northwestern will win that. Uh, it'll be close. Northwestern will pull it out by 7 to 10 points. Michigan State's awful. Just awful. Uh, Nebraska-Illinois. I guess it's a big game only because I'm forced to say it. I mean, it's a big who gives a shit for me. I'd like to see... Uh, Peters get back on track because he had a pretty crappy game last week. So I'm going to say Illinois wins this one. Uh, Nebraska, their defense just isn't good enough yet. Just isn't. Um, but that also will be close. And then Ohio State plays Miami of Ohio. As I mean, yeah, I guess everybody in the world can say Ohio State looks great. Sure, but who have they played? Who have they played in four weeks? Indiana? They played Indiana? Indiana? I guarantee you, Army wipes the floor with Indiana. I bet you Army beats every team that Ohio State played so far this season. So who's Ohio State really played? Do We we don't know anything about Ohio State yet. I mean, everybody's got to have their, uh, their deflation moment, right? Their comeback to earth. Penn State had it last week. Maryland definitely had it last week. Wisconsin's getting it this week. We had it against Army. And Ohio State will get it sometime. I just don't know their schedule, so I don't know when. But it's coming. Oh, trust me. It's coming. Um, but that's it, yeah. Ohio State will fucking kill them 60 to 20 or 60 to 5 or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And everybody will say, oh, look at Justin Fields. He's got nine touchdowns and nine passing touchdowns. And he's so great. And oh, my God, Ohio State never misses a beat. And they're the best. And oh, they're billionaires and we're millionaires and blah, blah, fuck, blah, blah. Oh, Ohio State's so great. They're going, yeah, people are going to say it. And then all of a sudden, they're going to play a team like Purdue and lose by 40. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, shit. The come-to-earth game's coming. And we better be ready to give them two. We're going to put, we're going to put it on this year. I'm hoping. God, I hope. So, I feel like I'm rambling. Oh, well, fuck it. Um, yeah, so who cares, right? Those are the three games. I'm picking Northwestern, Illinois, and Ohio State. Um, two out of the three will be close. Ohio State will kill them. And we're going to win, 35-17. And fuck. Shea Patterson's going to do good. Yeah, fucking A. So, 
dear God, dear football God, please let Shea Patterson remove his head from his ass without hurting his oblique again. And please let him know that he can go left. That, yes, it is A-OK. This isn't Tecmo Bowl. He can go left. He can actually fake the handoff to a running back and run it himself. Dear football God, let, please let Shea Prozac fumbles John O'Corn 2.0 Patterson have the game of his life and please Lord next week or the reaction episode please let me be eating crow about how great Shea Patterson did uh, just because I love Michigan and I want them to win and I don't care if I have to go back on what I said so football God please give me vengeance let us win thank you Okay, so with that all being said, everybody, it is great and it is always great to be a Michigan Wolverine and uh, forever and always, guys, go blue.